Excited to have Nair back. He is back in the building, uh, giving his perspective on our hot topics. We have a show full of hot topics today. So, of course, we have to talk about the shootings that have happened in um, New York and in California. Uh, it's just very sad stories. We're going to break those down and discuss those. Uh, and then uh, we're breaking down, find out why United Kingdom um, has announced that insulting a man for being bald in the workplace constituted sexual harassment. Find out more about that. Then there's a teen arrested for fleeing and eluding as part of her bucket list. Well, makes you wonder what else is on that list. <laughs> We're going to talk about that. And then Kendrick Lamar, he's opening up on his latest album, uh, Mr. Moral, Morale and Big Steppers, uh, talking about infidelity and uh, lust addiction. So we'll dig into that. And then find out why a grandparent, well, why a couple is suing their son and his wife for not having a grandchild after nearly six years of marriage. All of the breakdown. When, don't you forget, we're all over social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and of course, our official website, thestephenknightshow.com. You also, if you want to watch us, go to our YouTube channel, The Stephen Knight Show. Please subscribe to us. We definitely appreciate you. When we come back, the question of the day and hot topics right back after this. It's another one. Uh, and another one. Yeah. Like the music machine on the track. Oh, yeah. Lyrics. Lyrics. Okay. Look. Talk some lyrics. Look. Yeah. Yeah. Was chillin' with some older folks Kinda chilly, help you button up your overcoat Pose a toast, bottle like half a grip Schoolgirl, why your Kim study Latin lit Passionate, love to help the less fortunate Triple threat, had them all out of gorgeousness Homesick, talking about she love the snow Different places that her mother and her cousins go Bungalows, wanna hide like one of those Do nothing, run around in the underclothes Summer glow, back home sipping over yo Road to riches, she acting like she know the road Showing you things I ain't supposed to show Next winter, we skiing in the broken nose And in my mind, I'm really hoping so Mind sex, our bond is so emotional Simple life, top down on the open road Black and white like when Jay Michelogelo Pops and told. Real lies, he was just being a dad though Like Castro, mom's name Cassandra To this day, yeah, she still make the best lasagna There's nothing left for me to ponder Beat you with a bow like it's a privilege and an honor 
We at the penthouse in Palazzo In the Venetian, we was next to El Chapo Now we lost out in Cabo The greedy ass, you a fiend for a taco Just got those books, she like to read a lot In the water on them jets like the ski a lot Tequila shots, batting bougie on the radio That Jose got her acting like she Quavo For the pesos, hit me with a pole dance Made it rain, we got a different type of romance In the air, love it when you slow dance She a stallion, she ride, I'm using both hands Both plan to enjoy this little odyssey Beach hop to avoid the monotony Nostradamus, seen it like a prophecy Mrs. Long, yeah, I'm thinking quite possibly They look at us like we are novelty Pop out and paparazzi on the property
Hey, this is Joy Star. You're listening to the Stephen Knight Show. Welcome back to the Stephen Knight Show. I want to thank you for tuning in. Tonight we have a show full of hot topics and the return of Nayir. Welcome back, Nayir. Yo, yo. <laughs> As you know, he has been tended to his family. He has a new son, his lovely wife. So I'm uh, glad to have him back. Uh, everybody else, y'all good? I know it's Monday. Yeah, the best, brother. <laughs> Well, listen, we're going to all over social media, Facebook, uh, Instagram, Twitter, and of course, our official website, thestephennightshow.com. If you'd rather watch, just go to our YouTube channel, The Stephen Knight Show. We appreciate you subscribing and your comments. Uh, and don't forget that this month is Mental Health Awareness Month. We've seen a lot of crazy things happening in the world, and I think a lot of it has to do to mental illness. I know I have a therapist that I talk to, um, and it's just, it's a great release. And so um, make sure you're doing what you have to do. For your mental health because there is a lot that happens in the world and so you want to make sure you're on, you're on point all right well our question of the day is are you close with your neighbors lania i mean when chica evans live here yeah uh <laughs> <laughs> uh everybody else no i am not uh and i'm cool with that oh and can i just say um i had to wish my brother happy birthday because his birthday is on the 17th so happy okay. birthday. We went out on Saturday. Happy birthday and I love you. <laughs> and happy birthday to my little brother. His birthday is on the 19th. So, okay. you know, we got some, some May babies in here. But, you know, only Chica Evans and Leanna Green. Those are only two neighbors that I dealt with. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Chica? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> no we, we, we don't do that. Mm -mm. To me, when, when you're friendly with your neighbors, and, and I could see like in dire straits, I would definitely help someone who lives close to me out because we live in the same, you know, space that, that we have to share. But it tends to open the porthole for neediness. And I don't, I'm not good with that. Like if I need somebody, I'm calling that lady over there, that one. Yeah, yeah. What about you, Naya? 
you know, it's sad to say in these trying times, man, we're not, we're not, but you know, ideally you would like to be close with your neighbors. You want to be close to the people you have to live around, but yeah. I don't know, man, I think we're, we're more, we're more cautious if anything with our neighbors, like Chike said, you know, it kind of opens up the gate to a lot of different things. Um, yeah. They try to be close with us, but I don't, I don't think we're particularly close with any of our neighbors. Yeah. We say hi though, if you say hi. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I've lived in the same place for a minute now. So I know my neighbors. I don't know their names, but I know my neighbors. Um, and I've talked to them. Um, they've been in my house, like when I got my kitchen redone two years ago. Um, but I won't say we're close, but I know them. And we do speak. Um, and like, they've given me stuff. Like one of them has a garden and she'll give me veggies off her garden. Um, one, uh, well, one apparently, I didn't know that me and her husband had an issue. But she said to me one day, I know you guys don't get along, but I think we don't. <laughs> but he's actually, he speaks to me now a lot more now. I don't know. That was just caught me off guard. But anyway. He probably caught her looking at you. That's what it is. <laughs> but um, but yeah, but she's giving me like, um, I forgot what country she's from, but she made this uh, chicken and rice dish one time and brought it to me and said it was like a, something in their culture that they give. And I took it. I didn't eat it, but I took it. And because um, it was nice. It was nice of her, you know. But uh, anyway, Twitter's at home. Let us know, are you close to your neighbors? Well, it was a daily weekend again here in this country. Uh, apparently, uh, this 18-year-old teenager, during the pandemic, he had um, had isolated himself, as most of us were in the house. And uh, looking for different outlets online, he, became, he found these uh, extremist groups, um, and they had the the, uh, the the belief system that white people are being erased by black and brown people, and so he started, you know, uh, believing that ideology, and he went and bought him a gun. He bought a gun in New York, which uh, which was legal, but apparently New York has really strong um, gun laws, so he had to travel to Pennsylvania to um, get the weapons. He also, also modified the gun, only costing about $6 so it could shoot more rounds. Um, he was very detailed about this attack. He wrote, wrote about it like many people that do this kind of thing, um, they write it out. And so apparently he had visited the, uh, the grocery store where he had did his attack twice before he actually um, did the attack. And he targeted that area because he knew that a lot of black and brown people would be there. He talked. He went on a Saturday because he knew that it would be packed there. Um, his rifle that he had on there said, "Here are your reparations." Um, th that was on the side of his rifle, and so he drove 200 miles um, from his. Um, it was predominantly white community, 90 91% white. Drove to um, to um, what part of New York was? I'm sorry. Buffalo. 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 Drove to Buffalo and he shot up the grocery store, um, hitting 13 people. It's called uh, Tops Friendly Market. Shot 13 people, killing 10. One included a security guard who, from what I heard today on the news, was not even supposed to be there. He's just not there on Saturday afternoons. But he was there. And he actually helped save lives because he tried to stop, obviously, the, the attack, and he, but he was killed. The um, people killed ranged from 20 to 86. 
um, were shot at 2086. The 20-year-old lived, the 86-year-old, she did not. She actually had gone to visit her husband in a nursing home, and then she went and got, got groceries, and um, she was killed. And um, people are, there's backlash from the law, from law enforcement because they're saying if this person would have been black, he probably wouldn't, wouldn't he wouldn't have lived to leave the store. And this guy left unharmed. Um, his parents are um, cooperating with the authorities. Uh, but again, the, you know, they said, um, Biden administration said that white supremacy is the largest terrorist group, domestic terrorist group in this country. And so it just shows some people, and they're, they're confused to why 18 year old, because typically younger um, kids, they're more open, they're more, you know, when it comes to different cultures, but obviously not this. Um, Chike, when you heard about this, what were your thoughts? I mean, to be honest, um, numbness, because it happens too often, too frequent. Not that I don't care about any of the lost lives, I do. Um, but this is happening too much. Yeah. And I believe that, and, and I don't believe in the death penalty. I really don't. I don't think that we have the right to take a life because we didn't give it. However, with crimes like this, there should be an automatic death sentence to crimes like this. When you can pull a weapon out and just spray a crowd without a care or concern about any kind of life, yours needs to go. Maybe that would help curtail future crimes. And he specifically got uh, purchased the gun that he got because he knew it would make headlines uh, because of you know so much back and forth with the gun laws. He purposely, and he said he, was, he had planned to shoot 3,000 people, but he was gonna continue to shoot until he either uh, was, you know, let's see, was stopped or um, law enforcement intervened. Lania, what were your thoughts? Uh, one, one thing, Stephen, didn't your, didn't your state just, um, or they're creating a law or they just created a law oh, yeah. with anyone, no matter what? Yeah, you, you can, you can carry without um, a license. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Lania? <clears throat> I'm beyond angry, I'm beyond mad, I'm beyond numb. Um, he had a manifesto, which means premeditated. Um, what I don't wanna hear and what I'm tired of hearing when it comes to fragile, insecure, white, male egos isn't anything relating to mental health because there's a plan there's a thought there's a plan and there's an execution literally and figuratively of innocent people who have done nothing to you don't know you don't care about you in his his trips to the store he had a run-in with the same security guard that was there because the security guard thought he was kind of suspicious. Um, also, in the people who passed away, the people who were murdered, the 86-year-old woman that you talked about who went to the nursing home to see her husband first and she was just going to get groceries, her son 
is a retired fire commissioner of that same city. He said, I thought I did everything right. I thought I did everything by the book and I played by their rules. And your mother was gunned down, minding her business. Um, I don't, it, it, I don't know. Like, I don't know how you can, we go back to the dude who shot the people in the church. Mm -hmm. You went and you sat with these people and, and you saw them worship and they welcomed you. Welcome you are not going to attach mental health to these sick, demented individuals because I'm sorry, you have a Napoleon complex, period. Mm -hmm. That's what it is. And I'm tired. And the NRA plays a big part in this. Oh, yeah plays a big part you can you can sit here and want to ban abortion and, and women's rights and my right to choose what i want to do with my body but you can't do nothing about these guns because you and the nra are in bed together mm -hmm. y'all in bed together you don't keep they don't care he just took out he just took out more of us that they feel yeah. like it that they feel like it's happening because it's more coming but that's what they're feeding to their base mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And they're feeding it to them on a regular basis when you turn on the TV. Mm -hmm. Nobody's stopping it. Nobody's saying nothing. And this is what we get. And then another one happened in California. I think another one happened in Houston at a flea market. Chicago. Yep. And, uh, yeah. One of the women that was murdered, um, she had written a letter to the federal government asking for stronger gun laws. And the she civil was, rights activist. She was a civil rights activist. Old, yeah. Older lady. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. And she still lived in the community where she did her work. Mm -hmm. Like, just not. It reminded me, Chike, what we watched yesterday. We watched Clean yesterday and how he modified this gun yesterday. And that just, whoo. And he took off some heads with that gun. Wow. Now, what are your thoughts on this? Of course. Of course. You take Chike's thoughts and El Boogie's thoughts and, and add them to mine. Uh, there's just something fundamentally wrong here in America. There's something fundamentally wrong, and it's bigger than gun laws, in my opinion, and I'm sure yours. Uh, you know, you make guns illegal all the way, and you still will have this type of an issue. You still will have these types of murders, and, and this is the only place in the world with this type of mass murder, uh, you know, in, in, in equity, this is the only place in the world, America, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, so there's something fundamentally being done wrong here with this culture and, and this culture is primarily governed by one, one type of people. Um, so they know exactly what they're doing, but we know that there is something fundamentally wrong with what it is that they're doing to govern and to, to keep, you know, perpetuating this type of a culture this doesn't surprise me. Um, again, just like El Boogie said, it's not surprising. It's, it's beyond numbing. It's just the headline this week. Until we fix what's fundamentally wrong with, with what's wrong, you know, with this culture here, this will be every couple of weeks, every month, every year for sure. 
it's an ongoing thing. So it's, it's, it doesn't, I don't know what it does anymore. I don't know, it's, just a, it's just a glare in my eye at this point, you know, yeah. when something's not happening, you kind of wonder when it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Not if, when. Yeah. Melania just talked about the shooting in California. Um, a gunman who killed one and injured five others in California church on Sunday was tackled by parishioners who then tied, um, hog tied them up and removed his weapons. Police say the suspect identified as an Asian male in his 60s opened fire at at an Irvin Taiwanese Presbyterian church in Laguna Woods during a luncheon honoring former longtime pastor, Billy Chang. They were honoring him, he'd been there 20 years, and he moved back to Taiwan. Uh, And so, uh, same thing, this man goes in there, he doesn't like uh, Taiwan people, and uh, people from Taiwan, excuse me, and um, and he shot, shot them, but, the, they had a guest pastor there who took a chair, hit him upside the back of his head, and the other people um, stepped in and, you know, detained him. But they said the average person that went to that church, their age was 80. Most of them were retirees. Um, and they just the fact that, and what the one of the people said that he never thought he would see this in his home, in his community in his church. He never thought he would experience this. I mean, it just goes back to what we said about gun laws and about people just filled with hate. I mean, people that I don't care for, I just stay away from. I'm not trying to take them out. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. I mean, right. because right. they have what? no bearing on your life. Like there's okay. nothing, there's nothing that what I do in my life concerns you. Nothing at all. And I just don't get, and I, and I heard a guy say, he said, it's amazing. They can come into our neighborhoods and our churches and our schools and act a plum fool and shoot up everything. But if we did it, if we went in their neighborhoods and acted like that, you know how fast they'd have the National Guard and all kinds of stuff coming up in there just to take just to take whoever down is acting a fool in their neighborhoods. Yeah. So fast. But, but the thing is, that's their game. They, they're ready for that. They would they they welcome that. They, we're, we're not the ones that demonstrate that on any major scale that we're able to even, you know, aggress that way. It's it's th- these are the people who that's what they welcome. It's us fighting for, you know, this let's resolve this peacefully and so forth. They already they've been in them backwoods, they've been at, they go they the ones that are in all of the wars, you know, they start them. They they ready for us to go into their neighborhoods with some violence so they can really so they can really wipe us out, you know. And I would say was see, I told you the right. whole time. Look at them. Told right. you. That's what they but would I'm, say as they wipe us out, you know. I'm 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 so with the shits. I'm with the shits. And I believe in setting an example. What you yeah. do to bully, you annihilate them in their feet, in their tracks. I'm not playing them games. Yeah. With that. <laughs> Do not come over here with that. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you, Chike. I, I feel the same way. I, I and I don't want to get too far off topic, Steve, but I'm gonna say this last thing. But I'm I'm along the same mindset of Jade Morrison. You know, I don't know if you guys know who that is. Yeah. But I'm along, yeah. I'm along that same mindset. I, I'm with I'm with it as well. But I know that we got so many other black people that ain't with it. They, they, they don't even know where to start to be with it, you know. They ain't with it and then would join them. Right, right, exactly, exactly, you know, to, to keep safe. You know, it, it, it's, it's, it's something fundamentally wrong here, man. And we know that, but that's that's what they want. They want us to, to become aggressive, you know, on that scale to where they can just go ahead and wipe us out. And that's it. It's over. 
Something like what they did with the Black Panthers when they tried to, uh, when they, you know, went and the FBI targeted, uh, you know, those members. You yeah. know what I mean? So, well, our thoughts and prayers with everyone that was impacted by those shootings and the shootings all over the, the country. And hopefully we'll get better gun laws and something has to change, obviously. All right, let's switch gears. So on Thursday, the United Kingdom announced that insulting a man for being bald in the workplace constitutes as sexual harassment. Since hair loss is significantly more uh, common in males than women, using the term is inherently related to sex and uh, equivalent to uh, commenting on the size of a woman's breast. The decision comes in the case of Tony Finn, an electrician who sued a local Yorkshire-based family business over the term. According to the source, things started to get ugly when one of Finn's bosses, Jamie King, allegedly called him a fat, bald cunt and was later terminated from the West Yorkshire-based uh, British bung. In court, Judge Jonathan uh, Brain uh, debated whether King's baldness insult was disrespectful or if it crossed the line of harassment. In our judgment, there is a, con excuse me, a connection between the word bald on the one hand and, and the protected characteristic of sex on the other, the panel said. We find it to be inherently related to sex. The company's lawyer was right to submit the women and men may be bald, but uh, contended that baldness is much more prevalent in men than women. Uh, so too, it is much more likely that a man on the receiving end of the remarks such as made by Mr. King would be male. Finn's shaved head uh, was also deemed degrading and humiliating according to the ruling. This is a strong language, although as we find industrial language was a common workplace, they, you know, this was how they talked there. And our judgment, Mr. King crossed the line by making remarks personal to the uh, complaint complaint excuse me about his appearance finn's sexual harassment allegation was upheld by the tri uh, tri tribunal excuse me which has also found that the company had fired him unfairly after 24 years on the job his monetary reward will be determined at a later time now yeah <laughs> what are your thoughts on this <laughs> <laughs> talk about pulling something out the hat man i think i think he you know it, he got a little bit of a point there, but, you know, I think he might have got over a little bit, too. He might have got over more than anything. It does seem like a very personal attack, though, from from yeah. hearing that, he, you know, he's he, they did find out that he was wrongfully terminated. So yeah. I think it was definitely a personal attack. But the sexual harassment part of it, I don't know, that might just be a little bit of icing on the cake, you know, <laughs> to make his case a little stronger. It's, it's strange, but hey, I get it, man. Whatever, whatever it takes. <laughs> Lanier, what is going on here? You know, stupid is universal, right? <laughs> and I, <laughs> you know, I would, I would probably, you would probably get a little bit of sympathy from me with the C word, but yeah. not with the word bald. Absolutely yeah. not. Not when I don't have no perimeter. You're not getting it with this. That's not, that's not what we're doing. That's not what we're doing. No, I I defer to Chike Evans. Why? Because <laughs> I, I have nothing else. I have nothing else. I'm I'm actually confused. I'm, I'm confused. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't get the whole sexual harassment part. Is Jamie like, King a woman? Yeah, a woman. A woman. Uh, yeah. 
So she called him a, a fat ball C word. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry. Does the C word make it sexual harassment? No, the ball. They're ball. saying if you don't, don't ball, ball. It's it. no the word because ball. Men, men are. Men are uh are typically have bald issues than women, <laughs> so it relates to sexual harassment. That was their explanation. <laughs> Makes no sense. What do they say in court? Reaching, he's reaching, <laughs> right? Right, 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 right. Over here, that that's is a, right. That's a reach, that's a reach with a typical <laughs> I'm curious how much money he gets from this settlement. <laughs> Enough, enough to get some hair implants, I'm sure. Right. right. Check this out. If he does get something, this is going to make precedent. Yeah. I'm shaving my head and waiting for somebody to say something. Right, 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 right. You're going to see it all popping up all over America. You know how many dudes I would owe money to? <laughs> Good thing Will Smith wasn't there. Someone got slapped. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, find out this teenage, uh, this teenager, she was arrested, but she, uh, she, um, this is part of her bucket list, what she did. And it's kind of interesting what she had on bucket list. And then uh, Kendrick Lamar, um, he speaks about um, his sex addiction that he had and how he cheated on his fiance. Uh, right back after this. <laughs> Today I found a picture about around the time when we first met And I started to reminisce about where we've been, what we've been through And where we at, yeah One year, four months, three weeks, two days An hour, thirty seconds of each other Getting to know each other Loving each other Going through things with each other and you've been right there for me through everything, everything, baby And it ain't been easy, uh-uh Nothing in life comes easy, see now But if we work it out, I know, no doubt we'll be Where we trying to be, so let's make a deal yeah, If you stay true, I'll stay down for real Between us, and we'll be like Romeo, Juliet, Bonnie, and Clyde. You and me, a love story, baby. I appreciate you, yeah. And everything you do for me, my baby. I'll do anything in this whole world for you, but sometimes it's so hard to just be with you, baby. All my friends talking about this and that What he doing, where he at And why he ain't called you back But I don't care Cause I know where your heart is And we know what this is And it don't matter if they understand it Cause we ain't going nowhere Let's make a deal if you stay true, I'll stay down for real Don't let nobody or 
Then we'll be like Romeo, Juliet, Bonnie, and Clyde, you and me, a love story. This is chapter one, called the story of us. From what we go through, we'll write our history. Time will tell, we don't know what will happen next, but I
Welcome back to the Stephen Knight Show. I want to remind you all over social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and of course, our official website is StephenKnightShow.com. If you'd rather watch, just go to our YouTube channel. Please subscribe. All right, so a teenager was arrested for fleeing and eluding as part of her bucket list. A Florida, we love Florida, but they have some interesting stories. A Florida woman's dream came true when she was arrested for fleeing and eluding uh, experience, an experience she says she's always wanted. On Thursday, the 19-year-old Janai Shamerical Douglas spent her morning taking police on a brief chase that began on Card Sound Road in Homestead. At around 7.45 a.m., Sergeant Robert Dash, Dosh, excuse me, uh, with the Monroe County Sheriff's Department spotted the teen in a Toyota sedan speeding and driving recklessly. When Dosh turned on his patrol, patrol car, siren and lights, Douglas didn't stop, continued to speed southbound until stopping at a three-way intersection at count, uh, County Road 905. Once Dosh caught up with Douglas, she confessed to getting arrested she confessed that getting arrested was on her bucket list since high school. He quickly fulfilled her goal by taking Douglas into custody for fleeing and eluding. Douglas was booked into the Monroe County Jail. It's unclear if she's been released yet. Uh, the driver, oh, that's it. Okay, that's the story. So, Nair, uh, <laughs> girl's bucket list. I was reading the comments on social media. They said, girl, what else is on your bucket list? <laughs> What do you think about this young lady? Listen, listen, listen. I see El Boogie. El Boogie is riled up. You know what? I, I think what I'm going to say is going to be, I think I want to hear El Boogie's thoughts. I, I, I can't even, I need a drink right now. I don't even want to talk no more. I need she, she, she was going from the time you started this story. I mean, it's crazy. Everybody got their goals and bucket list items and dreams. Man, you know. <laughs> You know, it's it's crazy. I'm just happy no one got hurt, you know, on her way to achieving her goal and bucket list. I'm happy no one got hurt. I'm happy it was taken in good humor and nobody's lives were lost, no cars or property were banged up. Crazy, but I'm happy it ended well. She got what she wanted. And she she was smiling in the mugshot. I don't know if you saw the <laughs> on her Instagram. I wonder if she was on one. <laughs> I'm just saying, look, listen, you can do anything you want to in this world. You know that there's a consequence for your action. Yeah. I've always yeah. said that. So yeah. you know the ramifications? Go on and go for it. Pedal to the metal. <laughs> I wonder what she was locked up. She's thinking, maybe this wasn't a good idea. Let me <laughs> get, yeah. <laughs> no, when she tried to go get an apartment or trying to get some credit somewhere, and they tell her, no gold. Yeah. Linnea? Really? You know what? I'm going to just keep it simple. Our previous story, I said stupid is universal. This story, this is just perpetually stupid. Yeah. This, this is just stupid. Like, you're going to ruin your life for what? A thrill. Like, a thrill. Like, a, you, you know there are other ways that you can go sleep with a pimp, go sleep with a goldfish or a dolphin, um, there are a lot of ways that you can fulfill your quota. Go have sex with a horse. There's a lot of things that actually I think there's a bestiality law you can't have sex with. Yeah. So yeah, no. But whatever it is, like, but don't do it to where you, because you can jeopardize other folks, right? 
because you wanting to have fun and get your thrill, you could kill somebody. True. Or yes. you could have had some trigger happy cops shoot your ass. Yes. I don't know if she with a name like that. I don't, I don't want to assume she's uh, the black hue. Uh, yes. Yeah, well, right. <laughs> that makes it even worse. Right. <laughs> I'm done. <sighs> okay. Well, <laughs> just one check for I guess I'm the bucket list. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> All right. So Kendrick Lamar is speaking candidly on his latest album, Mr. Moral and Big St uh, Steppers. Kendrick has never been one to shy away from vulnerability. So, of course, it wasn't shocking when he revealed some personal moments throughout his career and his new album, on his new album. Uh, through the 19 tracks, Kendrick speaks about fatherhood, addiction, infidelity, and more. However, one topic that stood out to fans was his lust addiction and infidelity. And one song in particular, Worldwide Steppers, K. Yeah mentions his sexual relationship with a white woman. The first time I effed the white bee, I was 16 at the Palisades. Fumbling my grades, he raps. Next time I effed the white bee was out of Copenhagen. Good kid, Mad City Tour, I flourished on the stages. In another song, Mother I, Mother I Sober, Kendrick expands on his addiction and cheating on his longtime long romantic partner, uh, Whitney Alfred. Intoxicated, there's a lustful nature that I failed to mention. Insecurities that I, pro I project, sleeping with other women, Whitney's hurt, the pure soul I know. I found her in the kitchen asking God, where did I lose myself? And can I be forgiven? He raps. Uh, later in the track, Kendrick uh, dives deeper into his infidelity and how uh, Alfred tried to get him help. Broke me down, she looked at me and looked me in the eyes. Is there an addiction? I said, no, but this time I lied. I knew that I can't fix it. Pure soul, even in her pain, knows she cared for me, gave me a number, said that she recommended some therapy, he adds. The song ends with Alfred and their daughter giving a, a short uh, spoken word in a room. You did it. I'm proud of you. You broke a generational curse. Say thank you, Dad, Alfred says before their daughter says, thank you, Daddy. Thank you, Mommy. Thank you, Brother, Mr. Morale. Uh, Chica. What do you think about him um, opening up about these things that he went through or he's gone through in his life? I mean, he's an artist. That's what artists do. Big whoop. I mean, yeah. Sorry, that's all I have. Oh, I was waiting for more. No. Lania, what do you think? Obviously, um, they've worked through the issues, the fact that he could speak about these things on the album right what are your thoughts yeah. I, do, I do have more i'm sorry Linnea. I, I do have more i'm sorry so it just seems like these artists especially the male artists they, they get to this point in their life when they realize that what they have at home is better than what's out in the streets and it's this great epiphany to them like they shouldn't have realized that when they got into these relationships. So, but all of a sudden, like later on, it's this great epiphany and then they decide to make music about it. And it becomes this big thing like, oh, ah, oh, ah. It's life. We all go through it. It's human nature. Why is it a big thing? If, if you've discovered something that's new and you discover, discovered a, a, a golden brick road to some kind of salvation that we don't know about, then it's a big deal. But you've not gone through any other thing that any other red-blooded man has gone through. 
It's not unique. Jay Z just did it with the four four four. So what's new about this? Yeah. And I'm and for the record, it's just me. The words that I'm about to say is a reflections of Chike Evans, not the Stephen Knight show. I'm not buying this whole addiction stuff. They write it off like it's a problem. Oh, I'm sick. I got an addiction. No, give me the pants. You settled down and got into this relationship. You're a public figure. You're going to write it off as an addiction? I'm done now. I'm done. But there is such thing as sexual addiction. <laughs> I get it, but no, Stephen. I get it, but no. Sorry. All right, Linda. I'm a chronic masturbator, but you don't see me going to therapy for it. So, I mean, uh, I will, <laughs> I will say this. <laughs> I, will, I will, I will say this. I love Kendrick Welcome Lamar. Here is <laughs> done. I love Kendrick Lamar, right? Um, and you know. <laughs> Just like Chike said, you know, we all have a choice in the words of the people on the good show that we love to watch, <laughs> Game of Thrones. You have mm. a choice. Right. You make a decision when you do things. And him and this girl have been together for a long time. Like, they've been together for a long, like, long mm. time. Yeah. When you make a choice, you make a decision, whether you have money or not, people still make decisions to do dumb stuff. And it's always when you have this quote unquote epiphany, now you realize the person that you've had all this time has been down for you. I call BS. I do. I call BS. Um, but, you know, people people come into things on their own and and they figure it out on their own. And she, she has made the choice to stay with him, procreate with him. Um, like I, I enjoy his music, um, but he it, it's no different than what anybody else is going through. And if she did it once, he would be out. It would be a problem. I don't like the 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 theme that black women have to struggle to have love. I don't like it. Yeah. We have to go through the most traumatic ish in relationships in order to get the love that we deserve. Even some brothers, because I know a lot of good brothers who have gone through with these trash females. <laughs> but, you know what I mean? Like, it shouldn't be, it shouldn't be that hard. It shouldn't be that complicated because you could have let her go and let her do what she wanted to do, right? While you do you, because you in your fame. And you know what that thing come a whole bunch of stuff. And if you ain't strong enough and you ain't resolute and you ain't centered in your spirit and in your in your in your higher power, whoever that is, it's gonna come at you and it's gonna come at you hard. And you got a choice to make. You can either go left or you can go right. Ain't nobody forcing you to stick your peen in nothing but you. I'm done. Naya. Well, uh, <laughs> you know, if there's some real authentic growth there, I'm happy for it and happy for them. Uh, Chica, Chica brought up a really good point about the Jay-Z uh, album and how he, how he spoke on his issue. For the Jay-Z project, it was different for me because I felt like it really made Jay-Z 
uh, more of a real person. You know, for me, it really, it really, it really made him. You know, go ahead, Chige. I wanted to actually direct my next thought to you because you've been in the music game for quite some time. And there's a trajectory of most hip hop artists that have been in the game for quite some time. You go from speaking about being on the streets, you know, trapping, that becomes part of your your art. And then you progress into uh, maybe how you become a boss. And then you progress into your family if you decide to build one, which Jay-Z has done very well. He's, he's touched on all the, that subject matter in his art. You don't really have too much to talk about as it relates to what you used to talk about as you mature, because if you do that, then you haven't grown. You haven't grown as a person and you haven't grown as an artist. So it seems to me, and, and I'm asking you a question now here, it seems to me that if a hip hop artist is progressing properly, this should be the basic nature of their conversation, shouldn't it, should it not? It progresses from maybe your youth and what you used to do into what you're doing now, which if you're a family person or a family man about your family and your life and your wife and your kids. That's a question. I know I didn't phrase it like one, but it's a question. Yeah, yeah, I, I hear it. If I, if, I, if I understand it correctly, I think you definitely have observed a trend in, in, this, in this industry. And I think that's, that's dead on. It can be a trend to follow and it is followed. Um, I think it could be more complex than that for individuals as well, especially when it comes to individual artists such as Kendrick. For other artists, eh, but for someone such as Kendrick, uh, it could be this, this trend that, we, that you've just pointed out so very clearly. Uh, but there may be more at play with this. There may be uh, more behind the scene that we just are not privy to. And this is what's available through his music and artistry, what he could give. Uh, may not even be his story in all actuality. Um, it, it, it may be a bit of his story, but nonetheless, with that, I still think that with your growth as an artist or with your trajectory as an artist, you're going to be in new experiences, new environments, uh, and different stories are going to be delivered at different times, not always right when it happens. This could be something that happened you know, at a specific time in his career. And this is the time that he's had the growth to talk about it or not. Uh, but I think it could be a bit more complex. I don't think there's a one way to look at look, look at each artist's uh, experiences and situation as they deliver them to the public. When we get it on the album, doesn't mean that's when it happened. It didn't happen right. in that last year, two years, three years, four years. Although we know that the story has been built according to some of those songs over a series of years from when he was 16 to, you know, good kid, Matt, Matt see that album, whatever. Um, Cause it's been just, five years since his last his last album. It's and it's been, been a long time. It's been a, it's been quite some time since that album. You know, so that that's quite a lot. That's a bit of that's a lot of life that's happened for him. Yeah. Um, and on top of everything that had already happened before that, you know. So so I think it is an observation she did for sure, and it is a trend for sure, uh, and that definitely aligns with Jay Z's trend and how he kind of you know rolled things out for us. Um, he can't rap about the streets so deeply anymore. You know, mm -hmm. he's so far removed from that, from what I understand, Jay-Z I'm talking about. Yeah. But as far as Kendrick, uh, kudos to him if he's got some real growth in there and, and, and good that he's able to stay together with the, with his, if that's his story with his wife or this lady uh, and their children, kudos. And I hope it's only up for, from here. 
Um, and I echo, again, I also echo El Boogie's sentiments. Some men and women have both had, we, we both had to go through some pretty challenging circumstances to get to that, to that seed of love, you know? But yeah. kudos, kudos to Kendrick and his fam. Yeah, I think it's, you know, being transparent like that is actually can help other people because, you know, a lot of times we see these couples and we think couple goals, couple goals, like we did Beyonce and Jay-Z, not knowing what was really going on behind closed doors, what they were able to reveal to us. So I do think that in telling your story, sometimes it could be a cautionary tale to other up and coming artists or whatnot, or even people going through it now. So um, the good thing is that from what we can tell from the album, it ended on a good note. So while his wife and his uh, daughter saying, you did it, daddy. Thank you, daddy. So we hope that he continues on that path. Our last story, I wasn't going to do this one, but we, we're short for time, but I wanted to do a story. According to BBC, a couple in India has uh, launched a lawsuit against their son and his wife because they have not gotten them a grandchild after six years of marriage. Sanjeev and Sadhana Prasad claim that they have been subjected to mental abuse because they allegedly spent all of their savings on their son, only for him and his wife to prohibit them from having a grandchild to play with in retirement. If a child is not born within a year, they ask for roughly $650,000. The parents claim that in 2006, they spent $65,000 to send their son to the United States so he could obtain his pilot's license. The following year, he returned to India and lost his job. His parents are said to have financially supported him for the next two years until he could get back on his feet and find work as a pilot. In 2016, their son had an arranged marriage where he paid, where they paid for most of the expenses, including the reception and $8,000 luxury car and a honeymoon abroad. Six years later, the couple is seeking compensation for the money they, they think they have lost due to the lack of a grandchild. My son has been married for six years, but still are not planning to have a baby, Prasad explained. At least if we could have a grandchild to spend time with, our pain would be, become bearable. <laughs> um, the lawyer for the Prasad said, it is a dream of every parent to become a grandparent. They have been waiting for years to become grandparents. The couple's case will be considered later this month in court. Now you. You know, <laughs> this is sad you know this is sad uh but that's a different culture over there as well they kind of got a very traditional way of doing things so uh what's his name Vasad. what's his name Vasad, yeah. Vasad, he, he knows the program so he needs to get with it especially if his he knows their tradition and the family has been supporting him him and his wife probably need to but unless it's something something that's causing this not to be able to uh, come to fruition they probably should go ahead and get busy man so they can Get bless their parents with how they blessed them over these years. <laughs> but it's sad that it's come to that. And uh, it's the woman, it's ultimately it's the wife's choice. And if that was the conversation before they got married, they were gonna have children and all that, then they should probably go get, get on the move, man. Get on the move. Don't worry about the things that they probably worried about. Well, I have I have two friend, two uh, friends who are Indian, and they were both you know different relationships, but they were both um, in arranged marriages. And um, one of the women that I used to work with, she told me that she had to grow to love her husband. And, you know, was when she met him, she didn't know him to love him. And so maybe that's part of the delay in yeah. having kids that she's still getting to know this man. But uh, Linnea, what are your thoughts on this? Absolutely stupid. Stupid is the word for the night. <laughs> Absolutely stupid. 
<laughs> I get culturally there is a yeah. difference, there's a shift, but you know, <laughs> there's this thing, right? You know, kids are not cheap. Bam, bam, bam. Um, and I don't know how old their son is. They just might not be ready to mm. have like listen, it's not gonna be perfect when you're becoming a parent, but when you know you're not ready, don't do it because you will have regrets. And when you see that kid, you'd be like, oh boy, I wish I did. I'm just saying, don't do it if you're not ready. And then to have that type of pressure, but then to sue, you suing him? You think that's going to make him want to put his pee in his wife even more to knock her up because you suing him? They said if they had a grandchild, it wouldn't be as bearable. It'd be more bearable. If they had more kids, then they would be happy because then those other kids would have had kids. Like I just that that type of pressure, like I, that's crazy. That's that sounds crazy to me. No, I'm not having. That's like, would you want to be in the bedroom with them? You want to direct them? No, I'm sorry. I'm thinking perhaps that he's probably their only male child who can produce a child that way. And yeah. I have, like you, Stephen, I have two friends that are Indian and they're male. They're not female. So the expectation from a male child is vastly different than it is from the female. The female yeah. child normally, um, in the beginning, the female child is the one with whom the dowry exists with. Like she's the money. And she's offered to another family, mm -hmm. which has the, and a lot goes into, cause I, I jumped on my whole conversations with Chike Evans with the questioning, cause I wanted <laughs> to know about the culture. Cause I didn't know it, it just seemed really bizarre to me and I wanted to understand it. And so in my questioning, I learned a lot and these families put a lot into these arranged marriages yeah. and yeah. they are not playing. Like they want you to get your education. They want you to be happy in your marriage, and they want you to produce children, especially male children. Uh, having the girls all fine, they're pretty. You play with the kid, but with the boy, because the boy is the one that's going to elevate the family. The girl is the one that's going to. She's the money. And I'm 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 probably guessing that Lanier, you said something about. Um, them getting together and um getting to to know one another they don't know each other yet did you say that no Nair mentioned that because they're arranged marriages so they don't know each other you can't afford that that's you can't afford that luxury in arranged marriage you don't yeah, know that, that, that no he said that they want children right away whether you like it or not get, get busy well, can't anybody force me to have a child? Can't anybody right force? Listen, which one? Which one? Rape me? Because you're clearly American. You clearly have American ideology. You're clearly not part of that culture. Well, apparently they, culture. they have the same ideology because they had no child yet. Wait, <laughs> and, and apparently, no, no, I, no. Chiki's right. Chiki, Chiki, is absolutely right, though. I, I yeah. also I talk. This is a, a heavy responsibility, and that is the, the tradition. Yeah. So yeah. They, the kid knows, the boy knows, the man knows, but it yeah. must be something I, that's- Both of my friends, that, that weighs very heavy. Yeah, it does, them, it does. The family thinks, like, like it creates stress. 
Like yeah. I gotta get the, I gotta do this, or it's like, and it and it goes into the religion as well. It's like very serious. But but that to, to piggyback on that, you just mentioned stress. So how do you expect them to perform? Right. Now, especially now that you're suing. But I'm serious. Like but now she gets pregnant, that's stress on her. Because, because stress, woman. but stress can also hinder you from getting pregnant too. Yeah. Yep. Or the for the woman and the man. You know, mm-hmm. so that that you gotta put that into place. But you say something interesting in here that they sent him to the United States. Obviously, somewhere between their trip to the United States when he came to get his pilot's license, something he got, happened. He got American Uh-huh. Uh-huh. They paid $65,000. Listen, you pay me $65,000. I might consider <laughs> doing it to practice. <laughs> I don't know if anything going to go up in there, but I'll practice. <laughs> oh, listen, guys, we got to wrap. Now you're so great having you back, man. Thank you for having me back, family. Thank you. Thank you. Good thank you as always. Yes. And check out see your movie reviews. Yes. And we're right back. <laughs> <laughs>
flipped off the judge and robbed the district attorney. Mad on McGraw is a legendary lyricist. My battles are commentated by Vern Lundquist, son bitch. Uh, all great, here we go again. Clean up and I'll fire back on the floor again. Never bring me disrespect. You better hold it in. The most surgical in my city to ever hold a pen. Niggas about to be butt hurt after we play the song. Claws are hating the shit. Sure as the day is long. Won't even know we ate the food till the plate is gone. Keep this shit in mind. We the niggas they waited on. Uh, spit that shit like a Molotov. Okay, corral over here. We both sounding off. Kinda like a Molotov. Okay, corral type shit. We both sounding off. Spit that shit like a Molotov. Okay, corral over here. We both sounding off. Kinda like a Molotov. Okay, corral type shit. We both sounding off. Both sounding off. We both sounding off. Both sounding off. We both sounding off. God has a funny way of showing you lessons. Remix. Featuring Kevin Ross, Raheem Devon, and Anthony Hamilton. God has a funny way of showing what it's meant to be. Had to learn everything I was meant to see wasn't meant for me. Guess I had to fall many times Fall in love <laughs> Cause all them bruises made me strong enough Never looking back, just always moving on. I can't 
lessons Every bad choice only made for the thorough checklist Every wrong turn showed me there's a clear direction I had to let it go like y'all do If it was up to me, I would've never knew This magic, best thing happened to me Life's fast, but with you and my past And you see, no losses, we just live and learn And though I can't say Every love affair has perfect Stephen, how are you guys? Going good. Doing well. I can't complain. You know, it's Monday. Survive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you. I was uh, out of town last weekend uh, down in Orlando. I'm sure you saw a few of the little yeah. videos. I see you been experiencing with the reels uh, on Instagram. Yeah, you know, I, I, can see, I can see why the kids like them. Uh, I'm still getting used to them. Of course, I, if you saw them, I don't know what I'm doing with them half the time, but uh, they're fun to make. I'll say that, yeah. so... I don't know if there's any value, but I enjoy it. Okay. Well, listen, I'll let you all take away with movie views. Sure thing. So I did get a chance to see a movie last week uh, during Mother's Day. And that movie was the big movie of the moment, Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness. And this is a continuation of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I think we're in stage four now. 
uh, hinted to in the Spider-Man movie of kind of opening this whole multiverse. And this is the second Doctor Strange movie, and it's a story of him kind of approaching the multiverse and learning to, I don't want to say, uh, I guess, save the world, but maybe save his universe, save his reality. Um, so this is a heavy Marvel movie. And by that, I mean, you, you're you going to have to watch a lot of them. You're going to have to know a lot of things. Uh, WandaVision plays a big part in this movie. Uh, so if you're not up to speed on the most recent Marvel movies, most recent Marvel series and things like that, this is going to be a bit confusing, but uh, otherwise it's, it's pretty fun. It's, you know, Benedict Cumberbatch does a great job as Dr. Strange. We get to see kind of the fun parts of the multiverse and things like that. Uh, it does kind of waver here and there. And sometimes it kind of gets a little confusing and I would say actually gets a little lost in the way it's pacing itself. And it is one of those movies where it's an immediately like, you can't do this. And then five seconds later, they do it anyway, a little bit of those moments. So just kind of make sure you get yourself lost in that kind of that, that Marvel world and don't think too hard. It's definitely a movie try not to think too hard about, but uh, if you're looking for the next Marvel movie, you know, there's a reason, you know, the acronym Multiverse of Ma uh, Madness does stand for mom. It was released during Mother's Day weekend. So there's a little bit of a theme there as well. But uh, yeah, if you're a Marvel fan, you're going to love this one. Yeah. Uh, I was going to actually review this one as well. And I agree with you. You, you have to have watched um the avengers infinity war series mm -hmm. you have seen the last spider-man you have to have watched wandavision and you have to have seen the first doctor strange movie in order for you to understand what's going on in this film um and then there's some just marvel history that you should know because people aren't really understanding wanda at this point let me put things into perspective in case you didn't know, and um, it's about to be spoiler alert for people that don't. <laughs> Wanda is Magneto's daughter. That should sum it up for everybody. That is his daughter. That's why she's crazy. <laughs> so keep that in mind. Keep, if you've seen WandaVision, keep in mind uh, what Magneto was trying to do with Genosha when he wanted all the mutants to live in Genosha. Wanda just wanted a place where she could do what she wanted to do without anybody bothering her. And they didn't let that happen. So she lost her mind. So <laughs> investigate that. Do some research on that. Yeah. And to add on to that, this is the first little inkling. Uh, you know, the multiverses mean it's kind of like that whole Rick and Morty thing, right? You can play around with all these different storylines. You can make up anything and nothing really is uh, sacred or forbidden. Uh, you will start seeing Disney's acquisition of Fox in this movie. Uh, and I won't spoil it more than that, but you'll start noticing things that they're pulling things in. They're finally pulling the whole uh, Marvel world back together. Yes. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to support you on that. I'm not going to say too much more. I'm done. Yeah, because I was I was excited. I, and I'll, I'll say this. I didn't see any trailers for this movie because I knew I was going to watch it. Uh, but I was excited when certain things happened. And I was like, wow, this is pretty cool. So, uh, yeah, again, if you're a fan, check it out. But if you're not, do your research. Watch a lot before you go into this. Yeah. Uh, did you see anything else? 
Uh, the only thing I did start watching Moon Knight now that it's all out uh, all at once. I'm only a couple episodes in. Uh, you know, I, I'm excited to see where it goes. It's kind of fun so far. Uh, okay. It's a little. It, it took a little longer than the Moon Knight character to actually appear that I wanted, but I know that they're kind of building into something. So, uh, it only being six episodes, I think it'll be an easy one to kind of go through. Yeah. And, and I was impressed at the fact that Oscar Isaac is the one that produced this. So, and, and I've been noticing a trend with a lot of these Marvel movies. The ones that turn out the best are the ones that when the fans of those characters mm -hmm. are in the movies and they are producing them, they turn out the best. So yep. I hope they keep the trend coming. Yep. Uh, and yeah, and that's all I had time for. So, okay. so other than... Um, the Doctor Strange movie, I saw two other films. Um, one is a film called Ida Red. I'm hoping to land an interview uh, to get the, the director, uh, John Schwab, to talk about his film. Uh, it's Ida Red film stars Josh Hartnett, uh, Deborah Ann Wall, Frank Grillo, and Sophia Publix. And it's basically about uh, a crime family it kind of puts me on the order of if anyone saw uh, Animal um, Kingdom, where the mom is, you know, like the queen pen and she's, she's pulling levers, making things happen. But Melissa Leo plays the mom and she does a hell of a job in this, this movie. From just being in prison, pulling levers and pulling strings and getting her offspring to do dirty deeds out mm. in the open. In her last, uh, her last uh, request is that she wants to be out of jail uh, because she doesn't have long to live and she wants her last breaths to be on the outside of the jail. So the big scheme is to pull off this last job um, so they can be free. And of course, there's a whole bunch of obstacles in the way and there's a whole bunch of crookedness happening. There's rats involved, but it's a great crime movie check it out. It's layered, it's complicated, and it's action-packed. Um, that's all I can pretty much say about it without nice. spoiling too much. It's on Showtime, so check it out. It's called Ida Red. Um, I give it two thumbs up, so check it out. And the last movie that I saw, I actually just watched it yesterday. It's a movie called Clean. It's actually uh, streaming on the AMC network. And this movie is uh, produced by Adrian Brody, who stars Adrian Brody, uh, Mikkel T. Williamson, uh, Riza is in this movie, and Richie Merritt also is in this movie. And it's basically about a tormented uh, garbage man who's trying to piece his life back together. And he's, he has a, a relationship with uh, a young African-American girl in the neighborhood, they become close. And he just pretty much like her guardian angel, just making sure that she's getting through the day-to-day, -day, making sure she's eating at school, getting to school. He's checking in on her because he lost a daughter at a young age and he sees a lot of his daughter in this girl. And I think his daughter probably would be, cause his daughter passed. So she would probably be around this girl's age. So he kind of adopted her like a daughter. And then and the girl lives with her grandmother and I think something happens in the fam with the family and the girl becomes in, in, in danger. And he runs to her rescue 
but in him running to her rescue, all hell breaks loose. No spoilers, you have to watch this movie. Adrian Brody also produced it, and he also produced the soundtrack. Check it oh, out. Wow, nice. Yeah, yeah. I was highly impressed. So definitely check that out. It's on AMC. Nice, nice. I'll do a quick rundown. Um, there was a new a, a new series that came out last week, and they had a new episode every day, and it was, it was just five, five episodes called Candy. It's basically yes. a story. That woman was crazy. <laughs> and again, another another show where the lead is producing the show. Jessica Peel is mm-hmm. starting to pretty good stuff. I think she did. What was that show? The Center. She did that as well. Mm. Yeah, well, she did a great job with this role. So apparently, this woman, church going woman, she um, she she lives in this neighborhood, just taken back in the late seventies, goes to the eight, early eighties, and um, she, you know, a bunch of church girlfriends. They all they all go to church together, whatever, and they're all married. Um, and so, Candy feels like her husband is kind of boring, routine. He doesn't want to really be that intimate and whatnot. So she said she wants to have an affair because one of her friends got a divorce and um, she started dating this guy. So Candy is trying to decide who she wants to have an affair with. Everybody knows each other in town. So she um, she, she goes to this guy and tells him, I want to have an affair and I want to have it with you. And he's kind of like, huh? And so, but they start this affair. And um, she made the rule that if, everyone caught feelings they had to end it because it was just for the sex it wasn't like they wanted to be together and so one day she determines that she had caught feelings for this guy and he says and he finds out also that his wife is pregnant and so his wife um so he decides to break it off candy act like she's okay with it but you can't really tell she, she is long story short she always babysits their daughter right she goes over there and what we find out is that the husband travels a lot for work, for business. He calls home, call home, check on his wife. She doesn't answer. He calls several times, she doesn't answer, which is odd because she always answers the phone. So he, you know, back then we didn't have uh, Google. So he had to um, call 401 or whatever to get his neighbor's numbers. He convinced his neighbor to go over, check on his wife. His neighbor's like, I'm watching my kids. He says, really, it can take two seconds, really, go across the street. So he convinced him to go. He doesn't, he doesn't see anything, comes back. He says, listen, I know something's wrong with my wife. Please go. He goes there, finds her body. And um, some other neighbors that came in, they found the body. So it's trying to determine what happened to her. The only person that saw her that day was Candy. And Candy, uh, she didn't tell anyone. It's, it's crazy. It, I can't even explain because I want to give too much away. I was trying to, to explain it um, at lunch on Saturday. And I was with Miss Parker. She said, don't say anything else. I'm just going to watch it. <laughs> so, but it's a good one. It's a little murder mystery. Um, and it's based off of the story. It's based, based off of the story. I had to look up the characters. They did a great job um, with the characters. Candy is still alive. Um, they're all still alive, well, except for the woman that was murdered. But um, Candy's changed her, her last name. She went to her maiden name. Her and her husband got divorced. I mean, it's just a lot of crazy stuff, but the character's still alive. And I actually found her husband, her ex-husband on Facebook. <laughs> it's crazy. But you got to watch that. Candy, 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 candy. 
Um, first ladies, really good. Um, I just wish they wouldn't have had um, criticized Viola Davis, her portrayal of um, Michelle um, uh, Obama, because now every time I see her playing that role, I just think of that criticism. But it's actually a good show. It's a really good series. Um, Winning Time, I finished that um, last week. They had their season finale. Really good. And, and they said see season two. So uh, probably they'll have a, they might have a season two. Real Housewives Atlanta is back on. Um, they had an interesting episode yesterday. And, you know, a lot of people thought it would be kind of boring because Nene's not there. Portia's not there. Cynthia's not there. Um, they do have a new woman who's Olympic um, track star. She's on there. And the show's good. Marlo has her peach now. So you know, she's been on the show forever, but she never had a peach. She has a peach and there's still drama and art like everything else. So they're they're back. Wait a minute, though. Can I ask a question? Hmm. How is she the housewife? Just because she's been on the show and people have been campaigning for it. Mm. But yeah, she's back. Um I'll see what I want to talk about anything that happened. I don't know. Yeah, she's back. Okay. Um, oh, Sheree's back this season as well. She had been gone for a while. And um, for the most part, everyone gets along. Um, but Sheree has a problem with the actress. I can't think of her name. She liked her at first, but then she heard, apparently they share an assistant and he was going around telling her business and she was going around telling other people and it kind of got out. And so she was like, you know, I thought you were cool at first, but why tell my business? And, th and now it's a thing um, we heard but the assistant, you know, you're, you're mad at the assistant, but you're also going around saying your husband's gay. It was just all this stuff. So drama, you know, housewives. Um, nobody signed NDAs? Like, huh? <laughs> nobody the, signed in. That's well, an he, easy fix. <laughs> well, he's been on there. He's running his mouth, you know, catty little guy. But um, I, so I was on uh, this weekend. I was looking for something to watch. I think it was this week, past, yeah, Thursday or so. I was looking for something to watch on Hulu. And I saw this movie with Lily Tomlin and it's called Grandma. And I was like, oh, I love her. So let me check it out. Hey, it was a really good movie. And uh, it's not new. I think it was like 2016, but she um, plays a, a grandmother, obviously. Um, her granddaughter comes to her. Now she's, she's a widow. She was married to a black woman who passed away. We don't see that, but you know, she's, looking at pictures and reminiscing and whatever. Granddaughter comes to her house. I need to borrow $500. She said, okay, for what? <laughs> she wants to get an abortion. And so Lily's saying, that's ridiculous. Um, abortions don't cost that much. I'll take you to the clinic. They'll do it for a lot cheaper. Go to the clinic, clinic's closed. It's a turn to something else. She's kind of like a Medea-like character, cussing everybody out, fighting. Um, she actually gets punched out by this little girl. I think Girl Scout Cookie or something because she got into her mom. But um, it's it's there's a there's a comedic side to it, but it's also some touching parts of it. Um, mm -hmm. And she just she carries the movie and she does a great job doing it. Like really does. Um, but yeah, I did recommend it. It was just something I just ran across. I said I watched this. You know, it wasn't long and it was really good. So checked it out. And also nine one one with Angela Bassett. It's always a great one as well. You didn't start watching The Staircase yet? Mm-mm. What's that on? Because I was kind of leaving that for you to start HBO, watching. It's on HBO? Which, yeah. I'll put it on my list. I was looking for a new series, The Staircase. 
Okay. Yeah, I've heard good things about her. Huh? You saw the documentary, right? The staircase. I don't think so. What's that on? Oh, you do it in reverse. You watch the you watch the series and then you go watch the documentary. Yeah, to see how true it is. Okay. Yeah. All right. Anything coming on the pipeline? Uh Bob's Burgers movie. I love cartoons, so I'll be watching that. Uh one thing I probably won't watch, uh sorry, TK is and I guess I've never seen the original, but the new Top Gun movies supposed to be coming out the end of this they are month. Promoting the mess out of that. And they are promoting it. Again, I've never seen the first one. I probably have no I mean I have no intention to see this one. Uh, but yeah, it's been uh, everywhere nonstop, right? Mm-hmm. There's one actor out there. Um, mentioned that that I was gonna see that because I did see the first one, and I just like Tom Cruise movies. I think that he's a good movie producer. So yeah, it's been getting uh, decent reviews. Actually, a lot. Yeah. Uh, some people are saying it's it's a better plot than the first one, which wasn't much of a plot. They said in the first one, it's okay. just people at Flight Academy, and this one actually has a storyline. So I'm sure it's fine. But yeah, when they promote it nonstop, it, it's it's a little wild. There's one of the actors who um, he's in the movie and he said that he initially was going to turn down the role and Tom Cruise um, asked him why. And he said because um, he didn't think it was good for his brand. It was like a smaller character. And he said, how do you think I got to where I am? He said, it's not about the character. You make them see you in the character. You, like, you bring the character to life and make it what it is. And it, it changed his mindset. And he ended up, you know, taking the role. Um, so we'll see how he does. But that's nice. That's a little uh, Scientology money too gets you where you are, Tom. Probably. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thanks for always for letting us know what to spend our time money on, what not. Have a great week. We'll talk next Monday. Oh, before we leave, I have to say, happy birthday, Janet Jackson. Yes, happy birthday, Janet yeah. Jackson. Yes, yes. Who presented Mary J. Blige with the uh, Lights of Achievement Award yesterday, the Billboard Awards? Anyway. Yeah. Have a good one. We'll be back after this. Thanks.
A testament, I gotta tell Faith, I'm about to flex on a Study for the test on the positive, my God can do When death's calling, wish it was more money and less problems. So every day, pick and choose your best option. Watch this, can't really touch my pen. I black out and then ask you where the sunlight's been. They say it's saying I ain't really cut like them. Hate to say they love me, but they fucking love my shit. Let's go. Stand up, all my real people stand up. See me on another level that they can't touch. And what? All of y'all put your hands up. Put your hands up. Fucking put your hands up. Stand up. All my real people stand up. See me on another level that they can't touch. And what? Yeah, All of y'all yeah, put your hands yeah, up. Put yeah. your hands up. Fucking put your hands up. No, I came from barely living, but I made it though. Always talking loud, what they really saying though. Devil tried, but this music really saved my soul. Now I'm known across the country and in crazy stone. Changing tone, I ain't into talking to humans. Same pictures with my lyrics, they be drawing conclusions. Yo, they ain't what they rap about, it's all an illusion. Ain't a part of what they doing, I don't follow a movement. Nah, I'm good money, homie, fuck, I need your credit for. Do the devil's work, fuck with me, I settle scores. This has always been mine, cause it was never yours. So in reality, this is what they bred me for. Stand up, all my real people stand up See me on another level that they can't touch And what? All of y'all put your hands up Put your hands up, fucking put your hands up Stand up, all my real people stand up See me on another level that they can't touch And what? All of y'all put your hands up Put your hands up, fucking put your hands up Hey, this is Eric Roberson, and you are checking out the Stephen Knight Show. Welcome back to the Stephen Knight Show. Now it's time to highlight our Black-owned business, Pip Snacks. 
I just oh, here we go. Pips Next. Okay. Jeff Martin and company, uh, Pip, uh, and I'm sorry, Jeff Martin co founded Pips Next with his sister, Jen, and his wife, Teresa, uh, back in 2012. Since then, they closed a $200,000 deal on Shark Tank, securing a cross country distribution at Whole Foods and made it onto Oprah's favorite things list several times, all thanks to their gourmet Harlem popcorn. Uh, it's also, um, uh, GH registered dietitian is also a fan of the mini popcorn kernels, describing them as a crunchy and flavorful. So check them out, Pip Snacks. There'll be a, a link in the bio of this video. Well, thank you for joining us tonight. Great to have Naya back. We'll see you again next Monday. Good night.